0: no but i actually had uh said that about kingfish and stanley you know for one uh in particular <clears throat> sometimes those feelings never change those feeling us superior over another group simply from because where they from <clears throat> And I never did get uh, uh, used to that kind of shit, but they held on to it and they always uh, felt they were better. Uh, And you know, it was just some people like that, because at the time, you know, when I had went back to uh, New Orleans then, I had, uh, I was alone, Lillian wasn't with me anymore, so all I was simply doing was hustling my ass off. Uh, trying to anyway, and uh, it was just kind of hard getting any kind of hustle. I was cutting grass and stuff, but people trying to, uh, um, I don't know, I'm about say Julia, of money they would try to uh, get l- the lowest price. And some people, like, you know, say, I'll be back, and then they go on, and then next thing you know, a couple of people tried that. Uh, and one time, one I went back and got my money. The other one, you know, I went back a couple of times. They still wasn't around. So I think they were probably uh, uh, either inside looking out and just never answered the fucking door. And but I, uh, I gave that up because it was actually a little harder. You know, how they got the worst, harder uh, it got for me to uh, be out there in that heat. But you know, like the uh, some of the people from the Lower Line Ward just tend to. Uh, and even those who moved from the project, like Creighton. Creighton got to a, a house over there. You know, he think it's better than the other people, you know, simply because he owned a house in the Lower Um But anyway, um, Kingfish, you know, he always stayed across there, across the canal. But he always was a get-over gamer, hustler. And he um, thought he was better than pretty much anybody. thought he could out-hustle anybody. And, you know, I wasn't into no violence, you know, he tried to fuck over me and that was it, you know, like I say, uh, same with Stanley, you know, he, when him and that woman and Kingfish uh, uh, say, hey man, they look for, for you, they were trying to get you to do some work and then the girl calling me and this and that, look, I'm not crazy and I don't work for anyone, so don't call me to do anything, you know, I'm a uh, 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 Kingfish called itself trying to throw me out. Then, but look, I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not uh, cook cooking for anyone. I'm not gonna be doing anything, cutting grass or anything. So I I, I stopped that and I uh, actually started. I got away from there and I uh, started enjoying uh, myself a little bit. But you know. Well, and what I mean by enjoying myself is, uh, I uh, started doing things, fishing, going fishing and shit. I uh, did a lot of walking around, but I stopped working. I worked, you know, around my mother's house. I worked uh, in my low yard across the street, cause that's what I ended up putting my camper. And uh, <laughs> that was uh, what I done. Now that camp I never moved it again I tore it down though I, I cut that motherfucker up after I was leaving and uh, sold it for scrap didn't want to leave it there didn't leave no trace of me other than that garden and then poles in the ground <laughs> but because my family you know was some fucking dumbasses, especially that Creighton you know who lived over the Ninth Ward and uh, who one of the <clears throat> shit. I don't know how to describe him, you know. he big-headed, big mouth and braggadoces about simple shit, you know. He bragged and, uh, about shit that happened years ago, and, you know, simply something nobody him. He brag about how he fight, and, you know, he kind of handicapped, and he be, you know, fucking fighting the dudes who, uh, really can't fight him back and scared to fight him back and who always owes him money, you know, cause he sit on that corner, you know, somebody might, hey man, loan me a couple dollars or lend me five, you know, they're either gonna get crack wine or cigarettes or whatever and he do it and he do that only so someone could be beholden to him. And that's how he tend to think that uh, he uh gain respect when it's actually not that he gained respect, I mean, they would give him respect if he would stop talking shit and everything to him. And just gave him the money for the goodness of his heart. And maybe even just show up sometime with a fucking six-pack of beer because he sit, they sit there every day. And he sit there with a couple of them who might buy, who he sit there and feel comfortable talking shit for. But most of them, you know, gonna sit there with him and drink his shit and let him talk shit and then go on about it and go turn around and talk about him like Reggie. You know, when he came, man, your brother be talking shit about you, Fuck him. So, you know, I did show up around that motherfucker. There's my brother Maurice. And uh, never heard that, but I never stayed long. And that was only when I was walking past, but I never, which I did at times because I didn't always have a car. Now, uh, that's the only reason I jumped back into this second part because uh, I wanted to explain about the care system. In uh, in, in in the United States, you know, uh, it's those who they want to look at as on government assistance. And now, you know, even if you are getting food stamps, you're in danger of losing food stamps. Telling you you need to work, but the thing about needing to work, you need to provide jobs. And if they don't want to provide jobs provide jobs where you're at they need to provide some transportation to get you where the fucking jobs at now they about to create all these jobs or they are creating all these jobs and have been for years in the uh alternative energy especially out here but these states uh don't get the people here they usually tend to get immigrants People who come in, I mean, they feel like them, just like the farms are fields with those workers. Uh, they tend to come over here. If they got a little technical knowledge or degree or some type, they tend to work in those fields, uh, maintaining and putting things together. Because some of the things they do on them, they consider uh, skill level. Just like uh, fixing the power lines after hurricanes or natural disasters or fires, Uh, forest fires or um, earthquakes, it doesn't matter. Instead of them importing these white crews around the country who's pretty much ready into these areas, especially into these areas that have uh, uh, these black areas or uh, uh, areas of color or low income area that's not a high priority. And, uh, And when I say low income, I mean everybody. I ain't talking about just black or brown at all Uh, and they just don't have the priority of this upper middle or middle class and to get their work done uh, the powers the uh, uh, resources or the uh, uh, water power back to their community as soon as the other ones are prioritized where the lines are fucking fixed and you know, power would be even rerouted around them because theirs not fixing. They want to endanger, so they would be routed around them and uh, uh to serve these particular communities. Now, uh, instead of them hiring people, I say, you know, in these communities, you know, they want to say, okay, well, you don't have a job, we don't take your full that You got certain amount of time, and that's what it's most likely gonna be give you a certain amount of time to uh get a job if you don't get a job they're taking off the food stamp. so you punish, they punish you and then they talked about how many felt on how many people felt under a certain thing like who's young and not going to be able to get it but i think if you got to be over a certain age to just get food stamps because of your income without no question uh but then that's liable to change <laughs> so um uh, but the thing is we make it hard for people to uh, eat and then we tell them, you know, you need to get a job and that's good. But where you want me to get a job if they don't have the jobs? And, I mean, and there's so many people who refuse to move away from where they grew up or dwell or their family relatively and for good reasons sometimes, especially in the black community, you know it's good to go back home to be closer to your people where you feel comfortable for one and have to actually feel a little more protected protected uh because it's actually easy to get across town and across the city as opposed to getting across the country uh but then we still do it you know um But no matter where I've been in a country, you know, there's always been projects and you know, and they always have people with this mentality about uh, uh, people from the project. And then, you know, outside the project, inside, you know, where they've got these groups of whites, then they tend to think, uh, not that you're special, but, you know, Hey, what the fuck you doing around here? Some accept you, some don't. Even brown, uh, it doesn't matter the community, you know. If you're new in a black community, you know, they gotta give you time to say, hey, it's not no readily accept. They may speak to you, they'll nod to you because of the commonality you share. But, you know, it's always where people got this mentality of, The project mentality you from the project. Uh, you they fucked up. I remember once I was at a party about my I was just early teen, thirteen maybe. And went up to uh cousin Michael's. House. down corner I got I was around the corner from the coast where my daddy used to hang. My mom was raised in uh possum blowing That's what the mentality my mother came from. And though we lived in the projects... <laughs> see, always tried to make us feel like we wasn't, but, you know, as we grew up in the project, hell, yeah, there was nothing but... Being from desire, being from... Be, that's, that was home, there was no need to defend it, other than that's where you was from, you know, you're from the project and fucking, it. Being from the world it wasn't uncommon that you didn't run into a lot more people from the project because they had thirteen of them there. You know, not just that they had uh, clusters in outside the project, with you know, like in, in uh, uh, design around that whole area. By the time I graduated from high school, was black. I mean, the city i felt the city i grew up in was black and this particularly because of the parts i went to now i know i would run you know from desire you would run into the white rural uh, white world on canal street up above that a little bit around the universities uh gentility uh different places in these places i knew it, uh being young but again i've been all over the city and it was had this spots, and there was just some part like the Irish channels and shit certain parts in there all over the city you just fucking didn't go not because you was from the project because you was black now being black in front of project like I said you could pretty much go anywhere in the black world but it's not that you were (laughs) welcome so that's the mentality of the place I grew up in uh, and they talk about caste and they talk about discrimination and I mean, it's like sometimes, you know, outside the project, outside the haven of the project, you face that all the time, All I mean, constantly, but, you know, it's not that you get used to it, but it becomes such a part of life, you just not go with it, you just stay where you don't have to worry about it, mostly. Even if you gotta go somewhere. You know the bus usually take it in, you know that bus can to take you most if you're leaving desire mostly gonna take you through the black areas till you get up to the French quarter. Um So thing is it's uh that mentality, that project mentality stay with you. Uh, From one world to the next world and even to the next world Um, (laughs) And it's all a matter of of, you know again And this is not just a Louisiana phenomenon. This isn't just an India phenomenon. This isn't just in Africa Certain spots in Africa northern Africa in particular phenomenon. This isn't a South America phenomenon but this is a world phenomenon outside of Europe and even inside of, inside of Europe the uh, the uh, inside of Europe they uh the blacks the browns who tend to climb in the government are those who actually figure they could work within the government and once they get to a certain level in the government pretty much they've got to go along with whatever's going on in the government and you know they have the voices that if they did express about this grunt on this you know they're pretty much silent or uh, something because look you know again as I get on about that lottery now you got groups of people. You got all of these fucking moms and pops so called stores. But ain't the moms and pops they know. A lot of them Koreans, Asians, Muslims, uh, um, uh, cast up, <laughs> Indians. Yeah, and white, I mean, it should go on and on and on. You got all of these places selling uh, lottery tickets. You know, some do other things like money order. I think at Circle Cage you can get money order. Circle K. you can get a lot of stuff it's expensive as fuck. You can't get no fresh deli meats. <laughs> I don't think you can get no raw chicken. I don't think they sell raw meat at all. You get a couple of grills. Hot dogs that they've seen a thousand faces look at them before I get to you. Um but as far as the stores for convenience, what they call convenience, little fast hit runs, like stuff you might run out and need it. Uh like a pack of cigarettes. Uh God knows what else, you know, I hadn't seen nobody see a lot of people stop by in the morning for coffee, so that's a convenient a quick stop for coffee, you ain't got to get up and uh, make your coffee and wait for it to brew and then get out the house. But I don't see where that's take much time anyway, you know, you can make that coffee while you're doing other things, getting ready. But then that's just me. Uh, now, I did get in the habit of making coffee because making coffee in that car was a lot of, it, it took a lot of effort, but not just took effort, it also, Uh, took some time where I wanted to be away from these certain areas I was sleeping in. So I would, you know, pack up, not pack up, fix up in the back that would sleep ready, put all my stuff uh, in that back, and then just go ahead on and uh, hit a ride to the coffee place, get some coffee, and uh, I had my creamer in the thermos and different things, and boom. But but also they sell the coffee, uh, quick breakfasts, muffins, treats, sweets, sodas. When it got hot and they are getting hot, so they're about to make money selling sodas and frosties and everything else. But the number one items that they sell in these depressed neighborhoods, where they got an overwhelming number of these stores, and, and when you're really living in the food desert, I mean, because they only provide these quick snacks, treats. Uh, that's usually not even healthy, even a gambling. But because of these people addictions and they're feeding these addictions, they, and they got all of these stores run them and they allow them. You know, it's not like the, they can't say, hey, well, we're gonna put one every 20 feet. But you know, hell, if they got 10 stores in a row and 10 of them got a lot of it. You know, you don't wanna weigh that one because the line might be too long, you know, and if that's all you get, but you, you get the guess. gas station sell lottery tickets everybody selling these scraps they got them up there so people buy these tickets and hoping 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 uh, do I buy a lottery ticket? yeah I bought three I bought three yesterday because I I just went in the store to get a soda because it was so fucking hot I had the dog not even a soda a lemonade one of those cooler lemonades. and I don't want to buy the uh, they got this thing where you pick five dollars a month or ten or six five-something, six-something, and you get one drink a day, either coffee or a drink. Uh, and, but I don't do that because then I may get it every day. <coughs> Doesn't make sure it's paid, but I, I leave it alone. But anyway, cigarettes and lottery tickets are the number one thing. Cigarettes, lottery tickets, coffee, you know, quick treats. I'd gas if they sell it beer if they luckily enough they had a liquor license in the state but uh we've you find these lottery places around these neighborhoods and they collecting good cool money again uh, on this report i heard today they say that the over the last two years it has doubled the purchase of lottery tickets so you've got all of this now the money for this shit supposed to go to schools. And I believe that's how they all get you to sign on to it. You know, we need to take care of our kids. But the uh, thing about it, most of the money is not going to the schools that's needed, that need the work done to it. And in particular, these schools and these depressed, uh, this yeah, economically disadvantaged. systematically marginalized groups <clears throat> and, and who put out the most on the lottery and get the least benefits from because the money mode did not was rerouted to suburb, suburban rural schools uh, as opposed to uh, the inner city schools on the areas where they actually get the most money. From it and I think if they actually did it like that but then again they were saying they'd be biased uh but if if they distributed the money according to what was collected uh in certain areas then they would be okay but really they're not because then you know the people in these depressed neighborhoods are not really uh doing anything and most of them don't even think of that points so far other than feeding that addiction hoping they win this especially when the fucking lottery get half a billion dollars huh I buy a ticket then but I had been got away from lottery didn't buy I used to buy them in spurts you know but I never really bought one and again I say I went to the store to get this lemonade the day, yesterday and a wrap and uh guy in front of it, let me have my usual. I'm like, okay, you getting this usual. So I'm like, okay, see what his usual was. I told the girl, hey, give me all. One of these, one of these, and one of these. Powerball um, Mega NA, Arizona. So, I just spoke my love. <laughs> Uh, one of them was last night, uh, the other two tonight, so I'm gonna check my tickets in the morning. But, you know, it's, it's, that's another thing I wanted to clarify about. You know, when I was speaking on the lottery, uh, uh, is it equal? Hell no, they, uh. Make this shit where uh, it's, it's part of the systematic system, you know, it's a fucking get over. And when they do have big winners, you know, you say, well, nah, they're not looking at the ticket. But when they do have big winners, these big winners are never, never where they put in more than 50% of the money. So, take that. Uh I play sporadically uh, maybe once every, uh, if I think about it, two, three months. When I think about it, if I don't, I can go a long fucking time without even thinking about them, in which I usually do, so. Uh, just sometimes I have a dream about numbers and wake up and try to figure out the numbers, just like in my old days. Boy, I miss millions of dollars with a lottery and different things, but I don't expect that uh, it was destined for me. I do expect that, you know, maybe I might hit it, but I'm not gonna spend all my money trying to put it on a maybe. I I just don't do it. And again, I've only bought, that was five dollars right there. That's a, that's fucking enough on lottery tickets. Uh, when I'm trying to get something done, because I also had to get my uh, since I figured I got to stay here a minute, <laughs> wait till you hear this shit. Stay here a minute. And I uh, other than paying my rent, I uh had to get my vehicle registered, get a new driver's license, you know, and uh, so I did that, and it was like three hundred dollars. So mm, I'm just glad I was able to do it. I ain't got to worry about nothing else you know, other than my telephone bill. Uh, I paid insurance too. I got me some new insurance here. Uh with American Family. Which is like I say one oh seven a month and the other one I was uh for renters in uh auto insurance USA where I was paying sixty eight dollars in Oregon they move me down here and I'm paying $162, and I'm like no that ain't right. <laughs> so no it was 70 something, 70 maybe, 70.25, $70.25 it wasn't expensive and which I thought then it was kind of expensive but cause I've been at places where it was a hell of a lot cheaper. Um, with just me on a policy, one vehicle, you know, which tend to be not the cheapest if you had two vehicles on a policy. You know, when you break it down. But I had to do all that, I took care of that. And um was no problem. Now I'm a citizen here. Gotta give me a fishing license. Uh again pay my phone bill. I don't know if I'm gonna even change my phone from the number I have to uh, a, uh, a local number but you know I could get a local number for $25 a month and still keep my number I got my Mint which is really uh, T-Mobile now it's sold to T-Mobile so and I got T-Mobile internet which is pretty fucking good I got to admit uh, I say should say T-Mobile Wi-Fi and I like Wi-Fi you know I like the fact that uh, it's my Wi-Fi secured and everything just pick up out of the air. I mean, this is the perfect place for it, because really, I'm not going to worry about a signal being broken up until monsoon season, which is hopefully pretty soon, because it's getting fucking hot now. In The last couple of weeks, it had been kind of warm. I mean, cool, but uh, before, the weeks before that, it had been actually hotter than usual or normal and like in the hundreds, 101, 102, 103, I think when they got up to 104, but now it broke down yesterday, I think it got up to 92, 94, <laughs> so that's kind of cool, but, uh, normal spring, but it is getting hot, uh, again, I turn off the, uh, air conditioning as soon as the sun go down, because that's when it started cool, start cooling off in the desert, and, uh, I'm not living in you no know, metropolis area. of you know, a whole bunch of buildings mo- mostly trailers or single family homes there. Only concrete are the sidewalks and the um, driveway maybe, uh the street asphalt. So, you know, they do retain heat but not as much as if it was like a Phoenix didn't have no way to escape because you figure I'm right next to the highway. That's a good uh break from it and you know there's fields they're big fields and like blocks half quarter blocks you know just vacant empty um and then nothing's high uh, a lot of grass so you know that didn't self-help alleviate once the sun goes down it's starts you could feel the difference uh if you out there even in the middle of the day if you're standing under a tree you know you feel the difference that it makes when you're standing under a tree as opposed to standing under a building structure. Uh, so, you know, with this <laughs> air conditioning, and I don't want to spend the whole money on air conditioning. And I just open up the windows and turn the air off. Uh, it cools off pretty fast inside. It once it get dark completely. And I'm cool. Close up the windows in the front and let's leave the two in the back open to where we sleep. Um, have the fan on and I set the fan on a little stand and put it right outside that. Now this is a pussy fan too. It's not like the hurricane I had where put it on, the floor, put it on three speed and it damn like a wind tunnel. This is like three speed and like, okay, what is wrong with but again, That was, uh, and I say again, because I know I spoke on this, I didn't publish everything I speak on. I uh, saved $20 at the time getting this, but uh, it's going to serve right here, right now, until I uh, move. And I do plan on, since I got all my information changed, I do plan. I can move right across the border into California, or even Winterhaven, find somewhere there and actually be able to grow my own plant and close enough to check my mailbox, my post office box. Yeah, I did have to show my address <laughs> once I got uh, my license and I am living here. You know, my lease is almost up. So, and I may find a place in Yuma, but I know I need to find somewhere where I uh, have a little backyard to put me a little garden up because I got me some mint and stuff up. Put some potatoes in water so they can have vines because I need some life around here some flowers some well some plants some a little bit of nature and i need that and plants are actually therapeutic so i'm uh, actually about to get into my plants i used to raise mint not raise it play with mint play with all kind of different uh vegetables herbs and different things and all kind of plants you know and that was all all that seemed like years ago but uh mints are pretty easy to get started with and have some green around. I put the potatoes in there and actually, we used to do this when we were kids, but I got into it again when uh, my grandson was living with me and had the fish tanks and used the uh potatoes, get some vines in the water, which helped the fish, you know, with the oxygen and different things. But a pretty good idea too. Uh So, you know, and they put out vines and stuff. So I actually need some vines in my window. I uh bought some mint at, at, at um uh, uh, Walmart this morning, because I had to go back and check for my tuna. They didn't have any tuna. And they still didn't have it. I had to go to the other Walmart and they had a fucking shitload of it. It got me two bags. Uh, 6.43 for three nice steaks you know, frozen, and, you know, I just keep them in the freezer. I had a couple already with a couple of flounders and some shrimp, so that's going to be uh that. I got some uh brown rice, white rice, I got grass, <laughs> but anyway, I got on to that beer, talking about what I went and looked for. Trying to eat a little healthier. Um, I, I I really got to eat a little healthier. There's really nobody gonna take care of me but me. You know, I see uh, nobody. You know, even you know, with all of these fucking uh, uh, feel good stories, uh, you, you hear advances in medicine, you hear about advances in all kinds of shit, technical, you know, merge with medicine. You know, uh, we still have problems providing that to the people who need it, you know. Uh, people now look on TV, see a pill and, you know, call a doctor, you know, because they clearly say, actually provider about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I inform them of what else you're taking, I'm like, well, wait a minute, shit, no, nah, you know this shit already. But, you know, it, it, going back to the lottery and what they really provide, they really provide uh, nothing to keep people broke and keep people uh, anxious in a mental health state uh, with a gambling addiction that's fed by the state and they don't recuperate it. So, anyway, I got the plants from uh, Walmart. The uh, 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 mint and all uh, this fucking thing looked like what dead, but they had basil. I don't want basil, you know. But mint, I know I could take some cuts of shoots off and put it in water. But this damn thing looked like it been there for a while because it's tall now. this little bitty, two ninety dollar container, and um, <laughs> it's tall, but look like it's dying. It hasn't been fed in a minute or wherever it came in if it came in maybe a week or so ago and it didn't feed the water it was starting to die around the head and this plastic thing that kept it up that made it actually look for a light and it shot up i mean this fucking thing was tall so uh it was the only one i bought it anyway i know you know it looked like uh, look it was laying down even when i got it into the car i put that plastic bag into the uh cup holes and put the planter in there and then just pour some water into it. Me and the dog made a couple of more stops and uh we went ahead on and uh by the time we got home it's coming back to life. Set it on a table let it uh come back to life a little more. It started not standing up but the, yeah, there was something that was laying out. So once that happened I started uh just took it in set it for a minute. Uh maybe for about an hour. Wasn't nearly long enough, or hell, I was gonna cut them anyway. So I cut uh, all the long ones except for three. It got to be about, had to be about 10 of them, was, which was plenty for that little plant. And I cut them all but three, and i um going get some dirt and put that in. Then I put the other ones in water, in Uncle ne- nearest bottle. And gonna let those grow. So uh, I just had to get into something, uh, keep something going on. Um well so I'm going to stop so I'm not trying to get into uh, nothing that's going to cost me a whole bunch of money. Uh, once I start going to these places I can find some hybrid break off pieces and then go. Uh, I'm not trying to put nothing in no plant, But I do need to find me in the dog place and uh, uh, where I could do all of this outside and uh, the dog be able to hang outside like she liked to. And I could get some room actually, because this place is so limited, I can't do exercise or anything because I can't stand up, I can barely stand up fully. And I can't stand up in the kitchen, right open neck right in front of the sink because there's this light over there, over where somebody was stand, maybe a five foot person was stand. Turn the light on, and they'll be able to see the thing. But my head hit it, so I um, just got to be careful, and I just need to uh, find a place, you know, bigger, uh, so I can uh, actually spread out a bit. And because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do things, and I'm not letting the fact that me being ready to do things and not in some way I think I could do it better stop me from doing them now. No uh, hence that's why i doing my thing on a podcast and you know, it's, it's my thing, it's what I want to do, is can do right now. Okay, so, in a dollar looking for a place because we actually, uh, I don't think I'm going to have this uh, claim and shit settled no time soon. I don't want to run all over and have them trying to look for me because they actually fucking with my records already. Uh, they said they couldn't contact with me contact me because they couldn't find my uh, address, but at the same time, they contact me through email to tell me to be on the lookout for them being in contact with me. Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm calling them and I'm waiting for them. They say, oh, well, we didn't have that email. I might wait a minute. Cause I would say, look, make sure it's at this email, anything coming, not no other email. Because I don't want, I want these, my interaction with the me now to be so separate than those before. And anything I'm dealing with. But uh, I, you know, anyway, they schedule me for a fucking appointment for different things, you know, but then here you go on. Scheduled with this appointment to get evaluated at 281 and on you know, 24th and they called me, you know, they didn't call me three days, three goddamn days in a row or three times, at least four times in the last week to confirm an appointment. Cool. Cool. But that morning, you know, 9 o'clock uh, that morning, my appointment is at, oh, it was 8 o'clock, after 8 o'clock, I believe, I'm not gonna lie, I get a call from a number, a San Antonio number, I'm like, what the fuck is this, maybe it's the insurance company, they're located in uh, uh San Antonio, and I've had to deal with them with, on the phone a couple of times, and the call came from there, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe they got some questions or anything, something, so I picked it up, and I couldn't understand what she was talking about, some medical service, da 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 da. I said, okay, well, what's this? Do you have an appointment today? And I'm like, okay, yeah. So now I know who this called. Well, I'm just going to let you know that uh, uh we called a cancel appointment. Doc, there was a doctor emergency. we n- won't be there today. I said, i be goddamn. You know how long I've been waiting for this appointment? And y'all canceling now? Oh my god, thank you, bye. And I just tossed the phone on the side. Now, I had been anticipating anticipating this for three weeks now. <laughs> finally gonna get this fucking examination for my back, but they canceled. I uh, called the VES people and said, hey look, you know, uh, finally got through, held on to the line and finally got through and say, look, confirm my information. They say, yeah, I see that appointment's... Uh, getting rescheduled I said yeah I just want to let the director show that this appointment was cancelled just less than five hours before I had the appointment I said now look you know they confirmed this shit and I said look I know you have nothing to do with this but if we cannot cancel appointment the date of that appointment why would they be able to do that especially something like this, for for an examination, something that's fucking, you know, you know, (laughs) anyway, I said, you know, but the thing is, you know, people wait for these appointments, to get them these appointments, sometimes you wait for years, and all of a sudden, you're gonna, uh, I said, look, thank you very much, thanks for listening to me, and, uh, you enjoy your weekend, because I know I can go on sometimes, so I, uh, I was really, really fucking disappointed at that. You know what I mean? I'm, that's the VA, and this is after I found that my uh, email had been deleted, some kind of way. <laughs> and, you know, I I swear I, I I have the worst luck with with the VA, and I'm you know as soon as I get these matters settled with them, I'm actually gonna step away. And uh, move somewhere black where I can give me a black damn doctor, a doctor of my choice. Cause VA don't really give you your choice until you complain about a person. But once you're in a facility and claim about or complain about a doctor in that facility, what do you expect? Even if that's, you get a, a black doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I had this mental health specialist well black, was sometimes you don't want those. No, sometimes you don't want that they're worse than us. They don't want to hear you, they want to tell you, how big a part tell you about their problems and everything else, come on. Man. Uh, I know I grew up, I mean, I... okay, share commonality, huh? I don't know if you know anything about desire. Yeah, I heard about it, but you know where I'm from? In Miami? Yeah, okay, but I'm talking about desire, when desire was. Fuck, I say in the 60s, 70s, come on now. He's talking about that shit in the 90s because he was a younger man, but he was alright. And I know what he was trying to do, but, you know, he was really hung up on uh, other things as opposed to black pain. So, uh, right now, I do have to find me a place, and uh, once I do, get this matter set off if they don't stop fucking over me. Cause I am stopping for my shoes. I gotta get shoes, I gotta get fitted on an eight. Not for shoes, for orthopedics inserts, but they mold them to your feet. Uh, and I should have had this done two years ago, but I left Ohio in a rush. Um, so I had to get, it's been that long really, other than Oregon and you know, I left Oregon and such a such a rush and shit was shut down that, <laughs> you know, ain't nothing connected now And I couldn't get shit done in Oregon. and went through all that shit in Oregon and boom. So now I'm, uh, I'm stopped for more than a minute and I need to be stopped for more than a minute. And maybe I'll get a nice place where I can, uh, uh stay here for a minute. Cause you know, with the shit going on around the world and everything i need to get somewhere to stay somewhere where it's not busy not uh, too many people congested i just want to be somewhere a little slower gotta gotta ride I always can ride to a city and i do love a city love seeing them at night doing holidays and sometimes i just love being around people but then you know you always got to be careful nowadays too well not in big cities, all over the fucking place, you know. They got these fucking crazy motherfuckers. So, and that could happen anywhere. So many things now are uh, not even contribute to what they right, rightfully should be, as far as killings of people. You know, they tell you uh, like these mass shooters. Now they're so concentrated on that and are not talking about the, well, mass killings. They don't say nothing about the mass shooting because the mass fucking shooting is going in a black neighborhood. And then even when three, four died, two, three died, they never really mentioned that there's no mass killing. Even now, when they go all over the fucking country to particular communities, oh my God. Uh, That's like the same with, you know, the, well, I'm not even gonna go in that direction because I don't wanna make so, so much. Political, but anyway, you know, I. Uh, one other thing. Let's go to the news. I don't want to keep going back. Um, debt. Hmm? No, I guess that's not in the news. But you know the thing. <laughs> thing is, they uh, they got the shark attacks. Uh, tell you all of these animals. Attacking, you know, and it reminds me of that thing where it put on TV and always have you looking in pretty much the wrong direction, and another thing hits you. But uh, it reminds me of the thing on TV. I think zoo where the animals started uprising, attacking man, you know, and that's what they say. Yeah, they are getting used to it. They're starting uh, attacking the money. Maybe they playing with them, but you know the thing is they following suit, looking at each other doing this and uh, mimicking them. But you know, uh, you know, I do believe. You know, that was when they said animals gonna attack. I think the name of the program might be Wild or something. It was a series where this black dude. Uh, fuck, I can't even think of one of these movies he played when the ancients He was a gatekeeper in one of them. That was some, uh, that might have been some Thor shit there. And, but, He's been in the field movies. Moj played the big huge, ancient follower, you know. Wanted to, wanted to show you the races with Blended, but he was always the brute who followed and defended Your Majesty. But uh Anyway, I was getting off a little bit. But I think uh maybe the best thing for me would be to uh Stay put, and uh, hopefully find me a black doctor somewhere, a good doctor, I don't want to say black doctor, a good doctor, I've had good doctors, a black, white, Asian, and um, this new one because uh, with shit going on now no, I don't plan on uh, <laughs> moving out of the country but probably taking the trip uh different trips, different places till maybe I find the right place and if I don't I'm going to always have somewhere to call home. Uh, again I need to do find a phone because I'm standing underneath this thing right now warming my coffee and uh just hitting my fucking head but I pay for what I'm getting. Uh, on my feet now, I'm feeling good, and yeah, <laughs> that's I think what it's all about right now for me. Uh, as far as uh, getting shit together and finding someone that somewhere actually to be. Again, it's so fucking hot here. Uh, just gotta watch it. I don't. I, I can't have the. Uh uh Air on all fucking night if I wanted but I if I didn't open up the place, but I do open it up and I don't. <laughs> I always watch this fucking time and that's what also has this distracted to. Plus I plus I gotta go through so much shit. Have the fucking dog with me. You know? uh, and then I'm not I'm not going to go through that uh, she seemed to like Irene I'm going to see if Irene want to keep her one day that way I know somebody will take her when I if I ever go on a trip I want to take a train ride around the country but then fuck it's so damn dangerous now uh, and that's what I was talking about earlier the, the crime and how you know you feel more comfortable sometime in the project. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Feel more comfortable in the city. Nothing wrong with that. But I wanna I'm not old at all and I don't think I'm gonna be uh old for a minute. i let it just take care of a couple of things. Get rid of a couple of bad habits. One, two smoking fucking weed and um, exercise more hands moving away from here because i fucking used to exercise a hell of a lot more and I got a gut now because I eat graham crackers I call myself being healthy graham crackers and pie feeling uh, uh that jelly pie feeling like uh cherry that they're selling a the dollar tree get the graham crackers I got a for my stove I got a bowl uh certain dish uh what they call these dish the glass dish i forget anchor something else all right and it fit right in my little stove. been carrying that fucking thing around a minute and uh bought it at a damn dollar store i mean not dollar store uh goodwill somewhere in the country but i've had it a minute and i uh you know get one of the pie crusts one of those graham pie crusts because they don't sell a graham cracker but i get a p- graham pie crust take it and take it out that metal thing because that's too big and i put uh and then that, put a layer in the uh glass little dish because it's you it's like uh, two and a half inch by maybe five inches or three inches by six inches something like that but, uh, it's rectangular, and, uh, put the cherry stuff in the half of that, and put the pie crust on there, on top of that. Put it in my little oven, you know, 300. 10 minute one way, turn it right, it's already cooked. all I'm doing is eating it through, and use some of that shit blend in there, and it is the fucking best. A dog could eat it too, so I give her the <laughs> a bowl and let her eat the crust. Um I steam my fish now. So I mean and when I was uh when I was depressed or oh, deep in it. I mean way deep in it in that uh uh deep cavern. Deep deep valley, I um uh, wasn't eating right. If I ate, you know, it was something that I, uh I threw together grits, maybe some rice and uh, vegetable can vegetable. I didn't even wanna cut up an onion or anything and I'm not even sure where that came from. I didn't even start that I always took it myself. But it was the that mental stage, you know, there you just don't wanna do nothing, you know, and I mean it's not that even I don't think even look for time to pass but uh uh-uh. uh your hope time pass and not so much for anything other than to get to a point that you're feeling better and healthier, and you don't want to get up motivated but the thing is what I find is I have to force myself up and everyday getting but even though you force yourself up sometimes you got to be careful because you might lay back down and once you do that you know you are taking a chance on on uh Slipping there and staying there all day and you know I really got to be careful because sometimes I'll I I, I try not to eat I mean we didn't eat today I try not to eat till 12 o'clock or after Uh, Sometimes it don't last that long Sometimes I want breakfast in the fucking morning But I notice I'm getting a gut because I hadn't really been eating right Even when I eat close to right I hadn't been exercising Like I need to other than walking And I do need to walk uh, again, that's why I'm glad I got the dog because once you know, shit daylight come, you know, she'll lay around. But once you get up, she gonna want to go outside. But I like to get my walk done early because the sun, you know, once that sun start coming up, it's all right. About eleven o'clock, you know, it's fucking blazing. So I don't want to just run around the corner let it shit and piss, and then go take my walk. Early. I always was a person who wanted to walk fucking early. As soon as it got daylight, you know, I'm kind of jealous. I like mornings to my fucking self, really. Um, always have, you know, and I like being, I don't mind being alone or walking. Uh, I don't mind being with somebody who do not talk much, but then I tend to talk with people around. But I like mourners and I like them by myself. and With the dog, it's a lot better to walk because I used to walk whenever without a dog. And, you know, other than my other pretty girl who I had for years and walked with her, uh, you know, I, I, I got the dog. So that's one reason to get up early and, you know, get forced, not just force myself out of this mental Because when I'm out in the desert, I could just open up the fucking door hang my head out there and watch her watch. she go to the bedroom and call her back and what i had got her in the habit of doing that's why i used to have to get up and go in the morning instead of getting up uh sun come block the sun and then you know laying around in my van all day. so no i like to get up stay up uh i don't want to lay back down because once i lay back down i'm pretty much gonna lay down until the time to take her out again I know that's dangerous, not just uh, being inactive uh, and not uh, uh, moving around exercising, not just that, but it's also in the mental state, you know, it fucks you up when you're in that mental state and you lay around, because it's it's fucking pretty, pretty fucked up, you know, that lack of movement and motivation is pretty dangerous. Uh it can be suicidal, it can also keep you down deep down and you know you'll never come out sitting around the house, stay around the house looking at fucking price of right or the sub opera game show and holler at people every now and then, but basically you're doing nothing. Uh, and and because you don't wanna be involved with people. Why? Because you look at this world and say, What the fuck for? <laughs> you know. So, uh, that's what I'm trying to stay out of and I'm, I know the only way I can stay out of that is move and I I move, I try to force myself to move, that's why I uh, also cook, I uh, don't eat nothing fast or anymore, I cook rice from raw, I use a steamer but I still cook it, uh, I steam my fish I don't bake it or anything where I have to use any kind of oils. I just steam it, you know. I might put some seasoning on it, Uh, I don't use any more salt. I make a concentrated effort to do things, and when I do that, it feels like I'm working some kind of magic by putting these efforts in. I know once I had, uh, as far as magic, and you might hear this in one of that uh, Alaska thing, me explaining, I, I first got into uh, well not even first but because I had was practicing wicca I had these roommates who was from Canada uh, one from Ireland uh, other one from Scotland but they uh, somewhat practiced wicca the one from Canada and the one from uh, Ireland and you know they got into it and I started reading some of the shit their head around because I actually had got put out and uh was working at a French court and ended up living with them you know looking for a room and then you know say hey look I got a place and then end up moving with them uh and I actually got into that and I saw this you know used to cast spells and stuff, but mostly I did uh, practicing by myself, got into it and I actually got into met one of the people who was a a voodoo Because <laughs> I never thought you know myself as being you know power and oh, all voodoo is just like any other witchcraft and all it is is mental protection and worshiping mm-hmm. of nature and hopefully channeling nature to do your bidding or make your bidding easier or feasible or whatever. Or oh, you didn't have to ask for anything, just people come existed, and it, you know, some of the uh, uh, rituals and uh, methods of approaching these rituals were no more than meditations and uh, keys to harnessing that energy to point to a direction, uh, uh in a certain direction, even if, if it was a uh, gathering certain things, odd things, and I don't mean super odd things, but odd things to bring to this uh, uh voodoo idol, so he could cast not cast but uh aid you and i had actually met a voodoo priest. who was at a, a karate shop right there on canal street right uh, uh on the other side of the river of the interstate the high-rise interstate in that block they had uh in that tall building at the bottom there was a karate shop everybody would know that place because it was coming from it was at canal street before you cross but in that block and you know why blocks you had to walk past it if you was walking from Galvis And hit clay bar Well, anyway, he had a shop in the karate shop But he had a, a voodoo idol and most people wouldn't even know what that was unless they knew him and knew what he was into Well, he told you and that was cheap black Foot black cloud or something. And It was a black idol of an Indian and that was his uh, point of entering mode the uh spiritual subconscious world in the root world and uh He had me do certain things, but you know That was a different kind of magic other than the Wicca and the Christianity, you know, because Christianity that's all an effort of bullshit bullshit magic With no thought of nature So, I actually first got into, I and mean, even Chicken Man, Chicken Chicken Man in the French Quarter, you know, I had, uh, got him to practice, you know, do a spell for me, and have could turn backwards, did reverse, so, I, uh, that's pretty much when I stopped, but, the, uh, even, you know, the spell I got when I, uh, was in New Orleans through the voodoo priestess, when I lived with these three women, I uh w- it was about court. I was ha- kept having court days coming up and I wanted them to just fucking stop bothering. me. And I done all of this shit and the day uh he had me gather all kinda of information, the judge name or cigars, bottle of whiskey, etcetera et mm-hmm. maybe a couple of both days. No taut toad eyeballs or nothing like that. And uh he uh showed me how to do it or he was there with me and you know did the thing and they said okay uh take this piece of paper and get rid of it some kind of way and forget about it so i had a court date coming up and when i went to the court date they had no record of me even being scheduled to show up in court so i stopped being harassed by the uh 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 And I also had to uh, start carrying moonstone and gold pyrite to help you not so much be invisible to a legal system But be invisible to most people who would actually uh, do you some harm So, you know, I, I practice magic, you know uh, And I got to get back into that because more than anything with the meditation that uh, Helped me uh, stay stable, and I've just come so far away from where I used to be, you know, and I I took it for granted that it was just in me and I could just, you know, think about it and do it, and and it's not because I actually don't do nearly as much as I used to do, and again I need to get healthy because I need to live a, I want to live a long life because I need to see what's, how this shit gonna end. I don't think, uh, this country has much longer, you know, just like the Roman Empire, you know uh lasted all a 400 fucking years and we uh hear about it all the time none of these cultures that pre-exist or exist in modern time or uh, 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 historic time where they keep records and what we mean is their records actually exist uh in a long time they tell you russia existed thousand years ukraine you know existed thousands of years china yeah i mean but it was different dynasties and uh, but in, in, even that itself compared to Egyptian dynasties and African dynasties were babies because you know things did spread out so in those last thousands thousands of fucking years peacefully but, but what you never get the idea or what that is uh, that really happened and you never learn from that because you don't get a full idea of history you get this present history that shows you well things gonna turn out they're usually gonna go down but you know we're gonna make it different this time you know we're gonna make this a, 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 a republic um, people have certain liberties certain rights but then you know look what we had now People pretty much don't have no right no right to work. You get your choice of jobs if you a certain person. Even if you get a job, is it equal pay? If you're a certain sex or a person. You know, so you know, things are not nearly as utopic in this historic period of dominance, of a racial dominance and world dominant, governmental dominance, because you can't separate this democracy here with the democracies that they push and actually go to war for around the world, so called around the world, even if those democracies aren't even true democracies and uh, harm the people, the idea about a democracy, why does it work for some and not for others in that same country? that's just the concept of democracy you can have the right to discriminate until it's laws that you can and then once you do have laws that you can you've got to keep going to court to define is this discrimination or not as opposed to you know would they do this tell me if i'm black right from the jet, jump before you even go to Or would they do this if I wasn't brown? Or would they do this if I wasn't poor? Would they do this if I wasn't dressed a certain way? Talked a certain way? Dressed a certain way? Uh, uh, Looked a certain way? You you know? uh, So... These... (laughs) I I just want to be around long enough to see... what happened, you know? uh, And how it happened. And I think... Uh, it will be fast, and when then, you know, I'm gonna be so fucking old, I think, you know, it's gonna happen within the next 30 years, so I'll be 96, so I gotta live 30, at least 40 more years, hopefully that'd be 106, and then, you know, I'll see the outcome, uh, and hopefully by that time, they got weed so fucking good, don't smoke but a little piece, otherwise you're gonna die, and I'm like, okay, here I go, (laughs) bye-bye. Dying. I'm not scared of dying. I really didn't expect to live this fucking long It. I came close to dying Oh God So many times even before I left the project fucking it's amazing I'm here uh, Really and it's not so much I think I didn't die for a reason as opposed to didn't die because I just wanted to survive more than the thought of dying the thought of dying was not an issue the thought of dying was if I didn't survive this I will die and what it was was a drowning fuck and I didn't i had heard that over the radio you know, this morning so many kids is one through four die of drowning at the home in tubs of water uh from five to six drowning, i mean five to ten drowning pools from ten to certain area drowning pools and maybe uh with other people in their pools uh 11 to 16 18 die in mostly open bodies of water or uh, uh, lakes, other tributaries. And uh, when we were young, we, you know, the police used to come pick us up in the projects, and then police bus doing the summer and bring us to the lake, you know, maybe once a week, once every two weeks or so. But it was a scheduled thing, and we knew it. sometime they, most time they showed up, sometimes they didn't. we waited out there for hours, The fuckers didn't show up. Sometimes, most time was real fucking late. But anyway, we most time eventually ended up out the lake. Uh, at the lake, one day Everett was fighting, uh, had a fight with a kid, brother. His name was brother, they called him brother. His sister called him brother. I think they did that just because he was the only boy, brother, and everybody called him brother, hey brother. But anyway, he uh, was just, uh, he was a couple of years older than me, uh, a couple of years younger than ever. Ever to to fight with him, and you know, boom. Whenever they at the lake, you know, he gone with his friends, and I think it was just me, him. I don't think Aaron was there. I think it was just me, him, and I, you know, I got sitting there going simply just to watch Aaron. Did I really want to go to the lake? Nah, well, yeah, I did, because fuck, well, I was away from the project at the fucking lake, and my daddy took us to the lake a bunch of times, so it wasn't nothing new to me he used to take us all to the lake, while was in that Christland we'd go ahead on and uh, go to the lake on the playground and stuff, never in the water, take us fishing different things somewhere else, but never there off those stairs, you know, we looked at the water, but we was on the swing and stuff, had picnics and stuff. Um, this was like in the sandy part at the, in close to the uh, airport or well, close to the bridge. And uh, I don't even know if a bridge was there then. But there was, uh, we was out there uh, in the in the thing and it looks so small now from where, compared to when I was a kid. But we were out there and you know, they watching us and sure, I'm sure they watching us. And, uh, but anyway, a bunch of kids. You know, a couple of busloads, people standing up on a bus, or at least a hundred kids. Just too fucking many for the, for them to watch, really. But anyway, at the lake, I'm in the water. Maybe Chazai brother and two of his friends come, and they start fucking with me, uh, trying to drown me. so I'm backing up away from them, but I'm trying to go around to the shore. But, you know, they blocking my path and shit. So next thing you know, I know the water, but my neck. Uh, now, they uh. ended up leaving because I don't think they could swim and which I couldn't either but I was just happened to be tall and uh, taller than them and they went back and I'm pretty much out there The closest person was fucked maybe 20 something feet away but by the water being in my chest I really can't say nothing and I wasn't worried about saying nothing. but when I tried to start moving back towards the shore something felt like it was grabbing me at my waist and I was going backwards and I almost fell down and I fucking stood up and I bounced and I felt this pulling at my waist and I was bouncing, I started bouncing next thing you know this water was fucking over my I, Yeah, over my head my face was in the water and I'm bouncing to come up. and I see I had to keep on bouncing, bouncing harder and harder but this weight around my shoulder, waist, weight around my waist just did not stop and it was trying to pull at me and pulling me and pulling me but I'm bouncing and bouncing and bouncing and bouncing and uh I finally worked my way up and it was fucking forever and I was so tired but by the time the water was in my chest you know I was uh, 'cause cause I found I could bounce better if I had my hand on my sides you know, trying to do a little like a fly thing as I bounced and um, when I was able to get my hands, you know, well when I took my hands out the water and was able to bounce you know, I was bouncing a little further and came out of that water and I was so fucking exhausted when it sat on the shore didn't think about that, I was drowning just thought about how hard I had to work to get back to shore didn't even think about the debt that was so close maybe it was pulling at my waist (laughs) I swear I don't think I'm, I'm not here for no fucking special reason no it's just the fact that I fucking survived and I think you know since that time I've been living on borrowed time that's why I pretty much try to do what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> borrowed time I think all this time is borrowed especially in this day and age where I could have died many <laughs> many ways even before I left the project and I can't imagine I never even thought about it you know what would my parents have done you know I'd just have been another one of no black kids in the project who died and it was not so many not so young back then but they did die you know 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16 17, 18 we knew that in the project but my, my family actually didn't have any uh, debts close to us none of my brothers and sisters my parents you know my aunts and uncle I did have a cousin, I knew one of my daughter, Beverly who died when I think I was in high school, but other than that, you know, wasn't around that, people didn't start dying till you know, get older, old, of course, yeah, but then they were still dying pretty young, black folks, we wasn't living up, fucking 99, not many of us, you know, what some races take as a given, and then got certain areas where you, uh, They declare green area or blue area is where you thrive longer, which I think is a bunch of bullshit because they are In different regions and I don't think it's so much magic as opposed to their lifestyles and what they uh, eat and ingest Cuz it's it's in Costa Rica. They got place in Costa Rica uh, blue area blue and um, Fuck us live until 100-120 now, that was my main reason of thinking about leaving this country, going to one of them areas. But I'm thinking, what the fuck? They do that here. Uh, see it all the time. And mostly if they're black. But sometimes they got bad habits, like drinking. There was this old lady who, who you know, what lived to a 110 or 11. You know, what was her advice? Uh, what was her advice? i uh, have uh, a couple of hot every night. You know, then some have a shot of this at night. You know, but it's different tricks they use. But I think so much is in the genes and not just so much in the genes as opposed to taking care of yourself. Um, again, you know, living in the city is unhealthy. Living in this world today is fucking unhealthy. So anything we can do to help ourselves live more healthier. And you know, the, the world depend on us because the world ain't gonna give us a healthy life if we don't uh take care of her. We killing that so we, we breed more methane than uh, oxygen. For the love of pig, <laughs> you know. We, uh, breed more smog, smoke, carcinogenics than fresh air you know you get fresh air in the uh in the national forest in the forest areas where these people live and you know exclude certain people from them you know what i mean you try to move in these areas they fucking run you out and even they run you run your way when you fix your place up too good you know so These blue areas, I think, more, more or less just a mental state, just like Zion. It's a place in the mind and really physical. I think it's more people may live like that because more people talk and share uh, what they do and how they do it as opposed to what they're really doing, what they have available. Because there are a lot of vegetables, a lot of people around blue zone live around uh, um, waterways. But they got availability to seafood. I mean, fresh seafood. Uh, a lot of them don't eat meat. Mostly vegetarian, vegan even. So you know, it's it's more lifestyle than what they have available to support that lifestyle. If you got a lot of vegetables like El Paso, you know, and you also got to use them. Because El Paso got fucking vegetables out of this world, but uh, traditionally, traditionally, the lifestyle dictate or says they've got to enjoy food a certain way. You know, they do the beans, the the tacos, the uh, oh, man, they got some fucking great food. But it's also fattening at the same time. Uh, so it's a lot of it's unhealthy simply the way. And I mean, you can cook it healthier now. And it tastes pretty much the fucking same. <laughs> uh, I just think that uh, when it comes to these blue areas it's out of mental state, and hopefully I could get it in my mind to live, live a minute. Like I say, I didn't expect really really didn't expect What is run We're just about? Drama, comedy? Nope, not gonna do that. Oh, a story of a group of black women who work. No, you know, they might make me feel guilty. So, I'm not gonna look at... I ain't looking at none of these Spanish queens. Let's look at some uh Oh, I know what I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at my stuff. And with my stuff, I hadn't seen... Nope, in a while. I can look at the butler. Where my purchase is at? Oh fuck! Let's go home. Home. <laughs> I'm on my prime. Getting my movies ready because this is almost up. But you know that's really all I got into this for because yeah, I am from the project, proud of it. I know the world treated everybody in cat so somewhat cast order won't call it discrimination and mostly that cast order is in a interracial but still racial uh casting is outside the races in public and it had been and they'll say somewhat is dying down now because uh they're uh, uh uh more equality in the world, but, you know, we know that's not true. We're still living in the chaos and even a hierarchy in, inside the uh, communities we call home. where we feel most safe is that, but we do know where we stand now. We know where we stand on the outside of that. Seems like everybody against you on the outside of them, but you got your fit inside. Anyway, Uh, I'm going to end this right now because I'm going off and I want to see a movie. And I don't see my stuff. I then not looked at all this shit. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's look at Rachel. Later. I know it's something I'm forgetting. I just want to say that, you know, a lot of people may not even agree with what i say about things but you know fuck it, I don't I don't really care. This is me. I am definitely a product of my world, my environment. I mean that was a harsh environment that started pretty fucking early. Abnormal but at the same time pretty much fucking normal for me and my kind. And I was raised in it, grew up in it, thought I could drive and then when actually, you know, I found uh, limitations set before me. And sometimes even getting around and over those hurdles was impossible. Sometimes I was able to do it, but on the whole, I uh, try to do what I want to do in life. Uh, Yep, there are uh, uh, limits that were placed before me. And in a lot of instances, you know, I worked around it or adapted. Uh, Maybe not got what I want, but that's something else. Anyway, uh, I am what I am because of where I am and what is. Um, so take it for what it is. This is what I am. And I'm buzzing good and I'm about to finish my blunt. I'm going to try this one day without smoking so much. Okay. I uh, want to do a quick story. got four minutes now you know i think i mentioned the manager here you know one of these men who make you feel like uh one of these little sharp men you know make you feel like uh uh, you've got to uh weigh his every thought while you know he he don't want to be interrupted when he's talking because he lose track of shit. you know and okay understandable got a couple of things on his mind okay understandable but he's actually you know one of these persons who try to shift shit uh, even if it's something that don't need to be shipped like the cooler. Anyway, I noticed yesterday this girl walking uh, on my on the side of the camper, not my door side because my door is open, but I got my table and then my folding table in front of me and I got the trunk in front of that table. And nobody can't just get in. Plus I got this uh, plastic half a shower curtain that to keep in the cold. I got it sealed up nice, make uh when it's cool so i see her on the other side walking back and forth and i'm thinking she talking to somebody at the fence at the back of the, the fence at the back of the trailer uh i don't see her going in the to willie place next door the, the guy next door with the fat legs uh, the one who do all his cussing, but i see that a couple of times next thing you know i see it coming from the manager well i'm like who the fuck is she? not really worried but you know because i see she's not trying to get in my thing Next thing you know, I see uh, knock on the door. It's the manager. Want to know what uh, uh, do I know it? No, I don't know You know, uh, I just see her walking around here, and he looking for her. Go around the place looking for her. Next thing you know, uh, he got the roster man looking for her, and they walking. The next thing, you go to Willie door, and he knocking at Willie door, and he telling the girl come out. You know, he saying you know I'm alone. You get out of here, and you know asking Willie really about her, and I can't understand it too much and uh the girl came out the door and damn that ran over him you know and he he was pissed the little sharp man was pissed now the other day was rent day out of all the days you want to sleep in late is rent day the first come on so he got a sign on his fucking door and come knock at the back come on man sit up in the front and wait for fucking people you the manager you're supposed to be there on the but anyway So here you go, the girl. Next thing you know, he had to deal with the police. Police asked me, "Uh, did did she? When did she try to come in your house?" no, 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 she uh, no, that's what he Mike said. Uh, they go, "What did she try to come in your house?" And he said, "No, no, no, she didn't try to come in my house." I said, "I saw her walking around here. I knew she didn't live around here. I looked out, saw that my car was still locked. Didn't worry about it, but I knew she was walking back and forth, and I didn't see her again until she came out of Willie Place, with you standing in front of." (laughs) the police say oh okay I feel you all right then you have a good day sir and walked away but this is how he tried to put words in your mouth so that he could get this girl in trouble I'm not sending the police after nobody not on your word or nobody's word and that this is what happened anyway later